Game Blips, aka Dellum. Uh, it's pretty dead over here. Not gonna hear J Boy's name. <laughs> he um, is gonna be on just a special guest every now and then. But we do have somebody new. We have Kara. Kara. Hello. Hello. Yep. And we're also doing something new as well. Um, we're doing this over Google Hangouts, so you know, we can always be in different places and hopefully get get out more of a consistent show. Uh, than what we were doing before. So, uh, Kara, welcome, and uh, tell us a little about yourself. Sure. I have a question first. How long has it been yeah. since you guys have recorded a podcast? Holy cow. <laughs> uh, when was the last time we did one? Um, it was, it's been at least a year. Okay. Because I know yeah. I've been contributing to the website since February of this year. Right. Um, my first, I don't Go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was just going <laughs> to squeezed out, uh, I think, two or three over our last run from last year, and it just, you know, life life got in the way, essentially, so uh, we just kind of put it on the back burner again, so. Uh, but now that we've got, you know, somebody writing consistently, uh, you know, uh, it's more than just myself putting stuff up on the site, uh, you know, figured that we could just get it going again. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> Uh, well, like I said, I have been writing on the Game Blips website since February. I remember my first post uh, was about Minecraft. Uh, it was on Valentine's Day because <laughs> I was writing about how I had nothing better to do on Valentine's Day than to play Minecraft. Hey, Minecraft romantic. <laughs> <laughs> well, you hadn't played it at that time, had you? Like, you're relatively yeah, new played- to it. I played it on and off, just like on other friends' machines. Um, didn't really quite fully grasp it until like until the 360 version came out. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, anyway, <laughs> I was talking to Fred before the podcast started and just saying about how I think it would be beneficial to people who are going to listen to this to know what kind of games I'm into, uh, what kind of consoles I own, that sort of thing, since I am new. Uh, in as far as games I typically play, I play a lot of RPGs, um, particularly like turn-based RPGs. Uh, when I first started playing games, I was younger, Pokemon was really big, and so I had my Game Boy Advance SP, and I would play Pokemon for hundreds of hours. I had hundreds of hours into each of those games. Um, so those are primarily what I like to play. I also play, you know, role-playing games uh, more modern ones like Skyrim, uh, Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy is kind of turn-based as well. Um, In addition, I play a lot of simulation games. Uh, Maybe this is embarrassing, but I play a lot of Roller Coaster Tycoon in The Sims 3. (laughs) 
So listen to this though. Roller Coaster Tycoon 3D just came out for the 3DS recently. I believe it was last week. Have you heard about this? No, no, I haven't. Uh, my brother picked it up for his 3DS, and he doesn't actually enjoy it that much. But I, I, I haven't played it yet, so I can't judge. <laughs> but um, yeah, but yeah. So that's. I mean, I'm not pigeonholed into those categories by any means, but those are kind of what I enjoy. Uh, as far as consoles that I own, get ready because this is quite a list. <laughs> Uh, this is just <laughs> in our household. We have a TurboGrafx-16, a Nintendo, Super Nintendo. I actually have a Superboy, which is a handheld Super Nintendo, which is kind of cool. Uh, awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of bulky, though. Yeah, but it looks like a huge Super Nintendo controller. <laughs> it does, yes. That's awesome. The design is really good, too. Uh, it works well as well, so. I also That's have right. about 8 or 10 N64s. Uh, <laughs> we've got quite a few of the standard gray ones, but in addition to that, we have many of the uh, different colors, which are kind of coveted among people who collect N64s. We've got, like, the jungle green. Um, I can't remember the particular name of the orange, but we've got the orange one, uh, the blue one, and the purple one. And then my favorite, <laughs> my favorite prize possession is my Pokemon edition of the Nintendo 64, uh, where Pikachu's uh, cheeks light up <laughs> when you have the game turned on. Lots of people like that one. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I also have a GameCube, a couple GameCubes. Uh, we have three Wiis. <laughs> I'm not sure why. <laughs> uh, regular Game Boy, not the original. Uh, it's the Game Boy Pocket, uh, a Game Boy, Game Boy Color, purple one. Uh, we also have the Game Boy Advance SP. We never owned an original Game Boy Advance. Uh, the, virt <laughs> the Virtual Boy, which is pretty cool. Uh, Nintendo pretty DS, yeah, Nintendo DS Lite, uh, DSi XL. Never got a regular size DSi. Uh, 3DS. Atari 2600, and maybe I'll talk a little bit later about this, but I picked up an Atari 5200 recently. Uh, Sega Genesis, Sega Dreamcast, and then all the PlayStations, uh, including all the variations of the PlayStation 2. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, so those are the consoles I own, but, I mean, as far as the ones that I actually have hooked up and play... Uh, frequently, I've got the my Pikachu N64 hooked up, my PS3, which is probably what I play the most, uh, my DS, I play that a lot as well, and I have the Dreamcast and the Wii hooked up, too. Cool. I also am a big Steam fan, so play Steam a lot um, on my computer, so. Yeah, soon, soon, being a Linux player myself or a Linux user, um, I will be getting Steam, which will be fun. <laughs> yes, it will be. You need to get um, Left 4 Dead. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally buying Left 4 Dead when it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope uh, uh, one of the first games that they convert over is Portal because I already bit, I already actually did buy that. That's in that's in my uh, uh, in my purchase games list. So mm -hmm. yeah, hopefully I'll be able to play that and actually finish the game. You're talking about the original Portal or Portal Two? 
the original Portal when you still had to buy it before they gave it for free. That that was kind of my shaking fist moment. <laughs> yeah, I haven't I haven't played the first Portal, um, but I have it in the orange box for the PS3. Oh. All right. Yep. So cool. I guess that's that's a little bit about console. me. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think I think we only did that once. In the beginning of season two, we talked about how many consoles we had. Um, I guess maybe now's a good time for me to cover what I have. <laughs> Definitely. Okay, let's see if I can remember the whole list. Um, well, the main ones that are hooked up all the time, uh, I've got a Wii, i got a Dreamcast. Um, it's funny, I'm looking up here for the people that are actually watching the video. Um, uh, Slim PS2, a 360 recently purchased earlier this year. I always get the the uh, Microsoft consoles. I'm not a big Microsoft fan, but man, this 360 is actually pretty nice. Um, I've got a modded original Xbox um, for XBMC uh, and all the emulators and everything. Uh, what else do I have? I've got an original Game Boy Advanced. I have an SP uh, Metallic Blue. Um... Got a DS Lite, uh, Potter Blue DSi. Um, what else would you have? Um, I did trade off. Actually, the, I, I traded for the Xbox a um, UltraVision 2000, like an old console. I went to John, so it's kind of still in the family. Um, got th- uh, two Gen, two Genesis, one. Gen 1, we've got, let's see, one second-gen Sega CD, one first-gen Sega CD, a 32X, um, two Saturns, actually we have two Dreamcasts in the house, but one's only hooked up. Um, did I say the GameCube yet? I don't think so. I've got a GameCube, okay. Uh, ColecoVision with the Atari adapter on it. I believe that's it. Some of the stuff has come and gone out of the house, but it's more most of the mainstays. Do you have a PlayStation One? Did you say that? Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, I do have. I've got like uh, uh, eight of them, I think. Story <laughs> <laughs> uh, behind that, I used to run in the uh, was that the nineties? Yeah, uh, in the late nineties. I used to run a uh, mail order mod business for Playstations. And a lot of people in the local area, they dropped them off to me, and then they never claimed them. And so after, let's see, three house moves? Yeah, after three house moves, uh, I've inherited a pile of PlayStations, and every now and then a friend calls me up and says, hey, do you still have a PlayStation? I'm like, yeah, here you go. And I just hand it off to them. <laughs> I don't even need money for them. I don't care. They're so old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I have to ask, what is your favorite console that you have? Well, in terms of how much use I'm getting recently, the 360, which is like stabbing myself in the back because of my, my I'll just say love for Microsoft. Um, but to be honest with you, it's somewhere in between the GameCube and the Dreamcast. Okay. No, no, no. I take that back. I'm really sorry about that because it's not hooked up all the time. Genesis. Genesis is my number one. 16, no, 16-bit love right there. <laughs> Why is that one your favorite? Did you is that what you first started on or 
No, no, actually, um, I, I started on an 8-bit Nintendo. Uh, didn't, <laughs> I'm probably going to get a lot of hate mail for this. I didn't really care for the 8-bit Nintendo that much, uh, at least the one that came out here. Um, another story that I, that I talk about, uh, that I talked about in one of the past episodes is uh, I was a kid in the Philippines, and I was there as it got released in Asia, the, the original family computer. And I was telling all my friends about it, came out here, uh, you know, was it late, two years later, a year later? I'll have to double check that. But uh, when it came out in the United States, it was completely just stripped of all the cool stuff. Uh, you know, the microphone, it didn't look anywhere near the same. You know, it wasn't uh, that maroon color. It was that kind of drab gray thing that everybody knows and loves in the United States, which is fine. Um, but, you know, it, uh, you know, after that, after the, after the big design change and the games really just weren't spectacular, you know, everybody's still expecting things like um, arcade quality. <laughs> Back then, even arcade quality was still achievable. It was leaps and bounds better than, you know, the other 8-bit systems like Atari. Um, but, I don't know. There was just something about it. But uh, once the 16-bit wars came, yeah, uh, not too often that I take sides, but Genesis is the one for me. See, the first time I ever played the Genesis, well, that's probably not true. I, I played it before, but the first time I remember playing it, you know, actually enjoying it, was uh, when I was in my first year of college, actually. So, like I said, I know I'd played it before. Um, we always had the Nintendo, but uh, my cousin had a Genesis, and so I, I did play it there, but when I was in my first semester of college, uh, one of my friends had a Genesis in her room. So I used to play it literally every day. We played Sonic 2 before we went to dinner. And we wanted to see if we could beat it before dinner. Typically it was like a 45-minute time period we had between um, class and when we had to go eat. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually really, really enjoyed the Genesis 2, but it just came late, you know, in life. For me, I didn't. I don't have any nostalgic value with it. Oh, Okay. Seeing a lot of that was, uh, and, and again, in older episodes, uh, people know that John and I actually worked together at uh, Electronics Boutique, um, and uh, that was, uh, <laughs> kid used that was before it became EB Games and then all the other buyouts, but uh, mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> but yeah, that was during the whole 16-bit era, and, yeah, that's, that's you know, there, other than just playing the games, there was a lot of things too, you know, being, being a retailer and, you know, interacting with... Um, you know, parents and kids and seeing what everybody liked and didn't like. That was, that's that's a whole bunch of why I liked the 16-bit times, too, and especially the Genesis. Oh, shoot. Yeah, I've got a CDI and a uh, 3DO as well. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> cool. A weird flashback. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have, like, a game... You know, if someone asked you, like, what is your favorite game of all time, do you have an answer for that question? Because I know it's it's really hard. <laughs> uh, any of the um, uh, oh shoot, they're called bare knuckle in Japan. Um, any of the um, Streets of Rage or Golden Axe One? Okay. Uh, either either one of those, and of course Lunar on Sega CD. <laughs> so it, there's you know there's a it's either beat 'em up or RPG, but those will always come out of my mouth in terms of uh, favorite game ever. Okay, I think mine's got to be 
like no question, Goldeneye 007 for the N64. <laughs> I just yeah, love that game. You mop the floor with everybody in that game. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the reason I like it so much is, you know, I liked playing through the story mode, I guess, a little bit when we first got it, but the main thing for me was that multiplayer. Like, my my brother and my cousins and I, we'd always sit down and play that game, and I just, you know, I never stopped. Like, <laughs> people stopped playing that after a couple of years. I think it came out in 96. I just never stopped playing it. Like, I, I still play it by myself. <laughs> now, that versus the updated Wii slash 360 versions, uh, do you still go back to the 64 version? Well, let me talk about that. Because <laughs> when that when I heard Goldeneye for the Wii was coming out, I think it I think the Wii version was, was released before the 360 version, and I might be wrong about that. Um, but I remember it came out, and I I was so excited. I googled it. You know, I kept getting updates on it to make sure the date hadn't changed. And when it came out, I ran to Best Buy. Um, this is before I started buying my games on Amazon, but <laughs> I ran to Best Buy, I picked it up, I got home, I was so excited, because it came with the golden um, Wii Classic controller, right. and I hooked it up, and I was thinking this was going to be, you know, basically a port of the N64 version, that it was going to play and look identical, um, but I went through the story mode, and uh, you know, that first level for me, I've just played it so many times. Uh, it was it was strange because there were there was someone with you in the new version. There were two people. And in the uh, N64 version, of course, it's just yourself um, as James Bond. And so, you know, I played through it. I, I feel like I gave it a fair shot, but I just couldn't get used to the controls. And uh, it, just, it just wasn't the same to me. So, yeah, I always go back to the N64 version. I actually traded... Uh, my golden eye um, for the Wii for the Skyrim Collector's Edition <laughs> with my brother, so <laughs> I don't have it anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. Well, again, you know, nostalgia and uh, uh, you know, it's it's your go-to game. You can't really replace it just because it's all new and shiny. Yes. Plus, I don't. I haven't met a person yet that can beat me in it <laughs> repeatedly. <laughs> I think that whole night, I, I only took you on one one match, and you just dominated the whole night. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my other favorite games, though, I, there's a lot of my favorite games are from the N64, just because, you know, that's what I grew up with. Uh, but I love Pokemon Snap. I can play it. I can beat it in, like, an hour and a half now from start to finish. Uh, Super Mario 64 <laughs> was awesome. But we never finished it. My brother and I used to play together all the time in that. I mean, of course, it'd be passing the controller because there wasn't multiplayer, but um, that game was so much fun. <laughs> uh, I like the Katamari games as well, so those are probably some of my favorites. I mean, you can't say no to Katamari. I know. I just discovered that um, within the past two years, I'd say. I started with Katamari Forever on the PS3. That uh, was a recommendation from someone at a... I get game traders in Midland, so. Okay. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, um, since we've been, you know, talking about games, uh, obviously, <laughs> this is a game pod again. Um, you know, let's uh, move on to things that we've been playing. Uh, what have you been playing or what have you purchased recently? Uh, well, I think you know what I've been playing recently. Uh, but oh, I've been. <laughs> I recently bought XCOM Enemy Unknown for the PS3, uh, which 
I'd never played the original, but from everything I understand, it was uh, originally released on the PC um, mm-hmm. back in the PC days. And so they kind of remade it, and it's it's kind of a unique gameplay. It's it's not like anything I've ever played before, uh, but it's kind of a mixture between like a turn-based uh, role-playing game, but it's also it's, it's also a strategy game. Um, so you know you've got your, <laughs> you've got your like mission control area. Um, and I guess I should explain that you're you're kind of working your commander in like an international army fighting off these alien um, invasions from all over the globe. So uh, you're actually using strategy and deciding where to put your satellites and which countries you'll respond to. Um, mm. And you're trying to keep the panic down in these countries so they don't withdraw their funding for your project. And um, it's also got, you You know, you have strike teams, so you'll go into battle with five or six people, and you get, you know, two moves a turn. So it is, it's kind of plays like a board game when you're in that, in that part of it. So it's kind of unique. I really like it so far. I've probably played maybe 15 hours. So. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of time into it already, though. Yeah, yeah, I bought it... Hmm. Well, I mean, I guess it came out the beginning of October, beginning, middle of October, and I, I purchased it a week or two ago. So, yeah, <laughs> I guess I have put quite a bit of time into it. And I started out with one save file and quickly realized there were things I should have been doing differently. <laughs> and so I started a second save file, um, which I'm playing on now. And it, it allows you to keep multiple, so I can go back in, to that first one and tell you know, that story. I, I did play the original one quite a bit, and... There were things where you had to have, you had to keep multiple save files because if you make one decision during a particular mission and it just spins off your the whole a whole different direction of everything you're supposed to do or things that you've lost because of uh, you know tech or or anything else like that. Yeah, and it can get pretty hardcore too. Um, I'm playing on normal difficulty, but there's an Iron Man mode. Uh, you know, you can spend all this time training up your soldiers. Um, they can get a certain rank, and you can give them all these traits, uh, and then, you know, they die in battle, and they're they're just gone. Like, you've wasted all that time, and you have to start off with a rookie again. So, uh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, in that aspect, it's kind of hardcore, but it's kind of cool, too, because you really don't want your... Like, you can attach to your soldiers, and you can customize them. So, you know, I've got one that is named after yourself, Fred. <laughs> Oh. And I can make it look like you, and I'm like, oh, I really don't want Fred to die. <laughs> um, in addition to that, I have been playing Flower for the PS3, uh, which originally was a downloadable game developed by that game company. Um, they also made Flow and Journey, uh, which no, were off of the the uh, the the pack that came out, like all on one disc. Yeah, so I'd originally bought um, Journey, downloaded it when it first came out, and played the crap out of it on my PS3, and they announced a um, Journey Collector's Edition, they called it, but it was um, released by that game company, and they've got Journey, Flower, Flow, and a couple uh, mini-games on there, which are pretty cool, so I am playing Flower off that disc. Okay. And they're all really fun if no one's played them. They're, uh, 
they're kind of unique games. If you've got a PS3, definitely should check them out. At least download them because they're they're fairly cheap. But uh, Journey, for example, is you play as a little person. You're kind of dropped off. You've got a cape on. You have no idea what's going on. There's no instructions in this game, and you eventually realize that you need to grow your scarf that's on your cape, which allows you to fly. And um, it's kind of cool, the social aspect of it, because uh, through PlayStation Network, other people will be dropped into your game. And you can't talk. The only way to talk to the other person is to signal with a beam above your head. And and it's it's difficult, you know. So you'll be traveling around this world with someone you don't know, hoping that they can um, either keep up with you or, or not you're not go into a compromising area, I should say. So it's it's kind of cool socially, and at the end of the game, um, it'll list, once you complete the game, it'll list uh, the different people that you journeyed with. So. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep, so that's... you can... Because sometimes, like, I thought I'd played through the game. You can play through the game in two and a half hours. You know, it's not a long game, but I thought I'd played through it with the same person this entire time. And uh, when I got to the end, there was, like, five names there. And I'm like, oh, so <laughs> I played with five different people, and I thought it was all the same person. <laughs> that's, that's kind of funny. That, that reminds me of a game that I'm playing right now. Um, uh, on XBLA, they just released their first um, uh, their, their first free-to-play game uh, called Happy Wars. you got these little little midget guys. It's 15-on-15 um, uh, uh, action RPG. And it's it's all it's all essentially captures the flag. You start off on each end of the map. You uh, you and your teammates build up towers, which end up being your spawn points when you build them all the way up. So every time you get a new tower, you can spawn closer to your enemy's base. Uh, but you you keep playing, and then you, of course there's the main tower inside their castle. So you just have to you know beat the wall down and then uh, then take out their tower. It's that's the simple <laughs> explanation of the game. But it's it it's it's hilariously deep. It's fun. Uh, but what's funny about that is that um, on XBLA it'll show you all the people that you've had interactions with. And when you're playing multiplayer games where it's you know thirty people at a time, your list gets huge. And like you don't realize how many people you've interacted with, um, you know, just by doing something like that. Yeah, it's kind of cool. When Journey first came out. It was, you know, there were a lot of people playing it, so I wonder what it'd be like now, you know, if anyone would even drop into your game. I mean, I'm sure people are still playing it, but not like they were when it first came out. Yeah. So, and I think I think it was around March time frame, somewhere around there. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, it was earlier this year. I remember you showing it off. That was uh, that was cool. You know, looking at the scarf and everything. It's it, it's graphically it's a beautiful game. Yeah, and you can play it to a point where um, if you've uh, retrieved all the, I, I believe it's it's not all the trophies, but there's these little symbols in the game, glowing symbols. I think there's 15 of them. And if you journey through the whole game and you collect all of them, uh, you have the ability to get this white cape, which when you were playing it was kind of like, oh, that person has a white cape. You know, they're super good at the game because basically you've um, found all of these things and were able to collect them all in a playthrough. So you kind of had a little bit of respect if you had that white cape, but, you know, now you play and everyone's got the white cape. But (laughs) 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 And a little something interesting I learned about it is um, 
on your red cape, there'll be um, a little kind of, I guess, ornate pattern around the bottom of it. And each time you play through successfully, uh, it adds a ring. So you can tell how many times someone's played the game if they're a newbie or if they kind of know what's going on by looking at the pattern around the bottom of their cape. Oh. Yeah, so what have you been playing? Well, uh, other than Happy Wars, um, and uh, uh, anybody that, that knows that I put in insane amounts into my Minecraft worlds. <laughs> yeah, I play Minecraft on the 360. Um, I got it just after the first major update to, was it version 1.7 something? I can't remember what the, the sub-version the sub is. Um, it was it was kind of plain Jane, you know. There was no hunger. There wasn't a lot of uh, um, a lot of different blocks you can place and things like that. But I still played the crap out of it. Um, One point point two just came out a couple of weeks ago, and it just refreshed my love for this game. Uh, hunger, sprinting, um, creative mode, flying, um, more uh, host options, so you can have you know you can control what people can and can't do. Um, ravines, uh, strongholds, there's all kinds of awesome things in this game now. Uh, I went and looked at how much time I've logged into, into Minecraft, and it says I put in over 209, two, yeah, 209 hours uh, last I checked, and that was a few weeks ago. I was going to say that's it, because it seems like you play quite a bit. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, amazingly enough, it only said 209 Um um, so yeah, I got that. Uh, picked up the free to play game Happy Wars. I was actually part of the uh, the, the Xbox 360 beta testers for the new dashboard for this fall, which is now live. So thank goodness I can talk about it. Um, and uh, they also gave us access to Happy Wars at the same time. So I was I was playing that before the beta, uh, as a beta before it got released. Uh, funny story. Uh, I, I I blogged about it too. We had the, uh, there were a lot of us that played um, through all the glitches, through all the pain, through all the crashes, the freezing up, um, and the least they could have done was let us keep our levels, uh, all of our special items and things like that. But no, no, when when it was released out of beta, they killed all of our characters. <laughs> I was so mad that day. <laughs> had to. I just go back to the grind. It really sucked at that point, but eh, you live, you learn, whatever. It's still fun, so you know I didn't, I didn't like boycott or anything. It's still fun. Um, what else did I pick up? I've got four games. Actually, got my X, uh, my Xbox dashboard up right now. Um, oh, I've got Final Fantasy uh, Thirteen. Um, I know it's kind of old, <laughs> and uh, man, this is a big game. I didn't realize how long it is. Yeah, it's super long. Um, it, especially if you're trying to collect all, I, I guess the Xbox have, has achievements, so if you're trying to collect all the achievements, um, it's it's a very long game. I actually never finished it. I know I wrote about it a long time ago, and I put a lot of hours in there. I mean, I was probably 30 hours in. and <laughs> I, know, I know I was close to the end. Uh, I actually picked up Final Fantasy XIII too. Uh, they had the collector's edition uh, for sale on Amazon for like thirty dollars or thirty nine ninety nine one day. So I picked it up and plugged it in, and I I did play a little bit of that. So I guess I kind of know what the ending of the thirteen was, but 
Um, like time on this episode, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, thirteen's fun though. I mean, you should definitely keep with it. It just it's super intense as far as trying to figure out uh, which moves to play. And like some of my battles would take a half hour or longer. Just just one battle. Yeah. Um, and if I think if I would have been playing it differently, I I could have. I could have got that time down and got a better star rating, but um, some of those I'm are just, just super intense. Yeah, and, and the, my, my goal for every battle, especially the big ones, is to at least stagger them once. Mm-hmm. And uh, be able to get in, squeeze in more of that damage. But, man, the story is really good, but uh, the, the fights, that whole ATB thing kind of threw me off because, you know, I'm I'm old school. I've uh, Although I, I don't say that I've got a lot of um, Nintendo stuff, I played a lot of Final Fantasy three, a lot. So it's you know, I, uh, I did that, and then one was the one on PS two, uh, the one where they had that Blitzball game. Was that ten? Um, yeah, I think ten or I think ten and eleven were on PS two. Okay. Yeah, well, I think it was ten. I played a lot of that one too. Yeah, that, that ATB. Yeah, there's some characters in there that I don't necessarily enjoy as well either. <laughs> like Snow, I just find Snow super annoying. <laughs> yeah, um, Vanille is kind of annoying to me. Yeah, her laugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um, besides that, um, the whole Shocktober deal that they were doing on uh, Xbox Live. Uh, I had a toss-up between getting Resident Evil 4 and Bioshock. Um, one of the big, thing, big things that tipped me away from getting RE4 was that I borrowed it from a friend on the Wii, and I didn't want to start all the way over. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is, that la- <laughs> is that lazy? <laughs> no. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, uh, when it came down to it, I also put up a poll on the website, and it actually, I think, it won by one vote uh, for Bioshock. Uh, man, for an old game, an older game, it stands up well. The uh, graphics on it are great. Uh, the water effects are amazing. Have you ever played it? I have not. No. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You got to try that out. It's um, it's not as creepy as people said it was. Um, I got I got more of uh, a charge out of playing Fear than Bioshock, and Fear is way old. But uh, but still, Bioshock is really fun. Started for those that have played. I just started getting into fighting all the big daddies. Oh man, I thought I was the game was a breeze up until that point. Those guys, are tough. So when did that come out? Oh, here it is. I found it. Two thousand eight. Yeah, it's 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 aged well. Hmm, it's pretty cheap too. I might have to pick it up. Yeah, it's um like ten fifteen dollar range right now for for a lot of consoles. Uh, it's twenty on Amazon for the PS3, and it is cheaper for the 360. Okay. So I'm yeah. not sure why, but <laughs> I ended up getting it on that on that whole Shocktober sale, so I ended up getting it for ten bucks. Mm-hmm. That was that was a good deal. <laughs> I recently picked up uh, Excitebot's Trick Racing for the Wii, uh, which <laughs> how is that? Well, I haven't played it yet. It's actually still in this humongous box it came in, um, but I bought it with the Wii Wheel, 
uh, for $13, which I thought was a crazy good deal. Yeah, I bought one for myself and then uh, keep it a secret, but I got one for my brother for Christmas. <laughs> but if, I've heard a ton of good things about this game, and I'm typically, you know, I'll play racers, but they're not, you know, my favorite genre. And I just heard that this was over-the-top, arcade. It was just really fun. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm looking forward to it because, like, I like the multiplayer aspect of a lot of games too. So I think it should be fun. Yeah, I need something to breathe life back into my Wii. It's it's sitting here, and what was the last thing I played on it? I went through this phase of getting all the M-rated games that I could and just played them to death and beat them from beginning to end. And uh, I think it's the last time I really touched it. My Wii is sitting there as well. Um, I think the last time it got used was when uh, my roommate wanted to play a Game Boy, or not Game Boy, <laughs> a GameCube game on it. So he took it downstairs and, and used it then. But yeah, it's just sitting there. I did pick up Skyward Sword last year, mm -hmm. um, but I have yet to play it. And I know everyone's going to hate me for saying that, but... Wow. <laughs> I just I've got too many games and not enough time. Right, right. I mean, that's. I'm juggling. I'm juggling two games that are pretty much infinite, and uh, just got Bioshock. I've been playing Final Fantasy, so yeah, I'm very familiar. <laughs> but it it looks good. I I got the bundle um, with the the Wii remote with Wii Motion Plus. It's got the Triforce on it. It's pretty awesome. They're super hard to find now. Yeah, I bet. Uh, I also picked up Kid Icarus for the 3DS, uh, which is pretty cool. It yeah, came is that with, good? Yeah, it is. It's fun. It came with a little stand um, because the way the controls work is you kind of have to hold it with, you just be holding it with one hand because you've got to use the uh, stylus a lot. So it came with a nice little stand, which is kind of cool. And I, I haven't played it too much, maybe two hours, but it, it's fun. Um, I, I never played Kid Icarus before, so... Getting the controls and stuff down has been a little bit of a challenge, but not too bad. Well, that that Kidicarus is way different than the original one, so yeah, um, missing out in terms of you know being used to the old controls or anything. It probably wouldn't help at all. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, got anything else? Um, I have to mention it. I it's been a while now, but I got Mario Kart Seven for the 3DS. And that game is so amazing. I when it first came out, I played that thing online all night long. Like I, it'd be three in the morning, and I'm like, I need, I know I need to go to bed. But <laughs> the way the online worked, you could basically just jump in uh, any room with anyone from anywhere across the world, and so there were always people playing. And so I would just hop into a room, and I'd be, I'd be going. But it, it kind of bummed me out because after a month or two, people started to find glitches and shortcuts in a lot of the levels. So uh, it'd be impossible to compete with people who are cheating. So it kind of bummed me out. And they did put a patch out for it, but I haven't played it a lot since then. Hmm. Yeah, because that, you know... Um, that brings me back to the 64 version. I think I mentioned it to you a while ago, too. Um, you know, there were a couple of good glitches in there. Nothing really that were that were so bad that it makes it impossible for, you know, the people that you're playing with to, to catch up. Uh, the one in particular that comes to mind is the, uh, War was it Wario Stadium? Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the tall peaks, if you, if you grind into the wall, it'll drop you off on the opposite side. 
but it only shaves off like a couple of seconds. Oh, okay, yeah, there's one level on there. I think it was called Maku Wuhu. And uh, there was one part where if you turned your car around and drove into the water, it would pop mm -hmm. you out like three quarters of the way down the track. Like you would be almost to the end because this was one continuous track. Wow, that's, that's really long. That's a lot of time. It is. It was a ton of time. So like I'd get timed out sometimes because it, after the first person goes through, it timed you out after a certain little bit, and it's like, oh, the first person's finished the race, you know, this long ago. And I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> How did that happen? And, like, I couldn't figure out because um, it lets you pick, you know, there'll be ten people in a room. It'll let you pick uh, which level you want to play, and then it'll kind of cycle through them and random, randomly fall on one. And everyone would pick that level. And I'm like, why are they doing this? And then I started to figure it out. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, you know what? Actually, there is one more game that, uh, that I've been playing a lot. And it's um, available on, on Android and iOS. Uh, it is the was it Final Fantasy Crystal Defenders. It's a tower defense game uh, based on the Final Fantasy world. And, uh, you know, it's pretty pretty standard tower defense. You know, you have a whole path where everything runs through. And, you know, you put out your units. In this case, they're the good guy uh, character classes, like warriors and uh, monks, archers, and black uh, black wizards. And there are a few other ones, but uh, uh, they're all... And all the different levels are based off of different old classic um, worlds and lands from the old Final Fantasy series. It, it's, it's pretty cool. I like it. Um, it's really difficult. <laughs> But uh, you know, that that takes my time when I uh, am in between doing things, you know, like, uh, um, you know, lunch break at work type of things. <laughs> is it free? Uh, unfortunately, it's not. There, well, there is a demo version uh, on iOS. I think it's four ninety nine. I've seen it from four ninety nine to six ninety nine. Uh, I snagged it on Android for they were doing an end of summer sale. I think I got it for a buck ninety nine. Okay, that's not too bad. I guess I forgot to mention, but um, recently I also picked up, it's not new by any means, but I picked up a boxed 5200 um, with about 15 games and uh, two boxed Virtual Boy games, uh, Panic Bomber and Wario Land. And <laughs> I got those both. I was up in, um, my mom lives up in northern Michigan, and I was up visiting her, and we went down to a flea market, and I'd never been there before. I'm like, I'm just going to check it out. I was actually looking for uh, some vinyl, <laughs> and uh, I saw, you know, I, I wasn't seeing anything. A lot of it was kind of junk, and I turned this corner, and out of the corner of my eye, I could see like this 5200 box and I'm like you've got to be kidding me so I like kind of made a mad dash over there and I'm like maybe there's not even in here so I, I opened up the box and the box was kind of beat up but I looked inside and there was like all the packaging all the manuals everything in there and I'm like oh this is so cool and I didn't want to get too excited about it because I didn't want them to think you know it was something valuable and I didn't see any other video games around so I thought maybe he doesn't even know what it is <laughs> So I asked the guy about it, and he's like, oh, yeah. He's like, 
uh, I've got some more video game stuff around here. And so I went around this other corner and he had just a ton of games. So it was, it was pretty cool. I, I found quite a few things that day that were really awesome. I didn't buy everything, but um, he had a lot of cool box stuff, which some of that stuff in the box is hard to find. Hmm. That is pretty cool. Was it, was it like a, uh, like a Pulp Fiction moment when they opened up Marcellus Wallace's uh, uh, briefcase and it's all glowy on the inside? <laughs> it was kind of like that when I first saw the 5200 out of the corner of my eye. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, he also had some vinyl records, and I picked up John Travolta record for a dollar. <laughs> I'd never seen it before, never even heard of it, but <laughs> there's John Travolta on the cover with like no shirt on in long hair. <laughs> I was like, I've got to have this. <laughs> wow. Have you listened to it yet? I have not. I might never listen to it, actually. <laughs> I just had to have it. <laughs> He had some Thanks. comic books too. I picked up yeah. some comic books as well uh, for my brother. So. Travolta had. What's that? See, Travolta had comic books. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Um. So, <laughs> I think that's pretty much everything yes. I've picked up. I'm kind of okay. looking at my games yep. here, but yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's I think that's everything I got going on now too. Um, Minecraft, Happy Wars, Final Fantasy Bioshock, and another Final Fantasy game. Yeah. That's that's on my list. <laughs> <laughs> so did you wanna talk about um, a movie documentary segment? Uh, yes, actually a new segment that we were gonna do, um, that we are gonna do. Uh, we're not going to, I don't think we're going to launch into it for this episode, but you know, for, for the next one and the upcoming ones, um, you know, we're going to start going into movies and documentaries that are game related. Um, there are, <laughs> just one that comes to mind, but it's, it's, it's definitely not safe for work or not good for kitties. Um, but it's from the, the, Camp, the CKY guys or Vibla Bam or Jackass, those kind of guys, they made a movie and it was called uh, Haggard. And there's actually a, it's, I don't know why it's so popular, but there's a video clip out on the web. You can find it on YouTube. Um, it's just super quick. It's like a 10 second uh, video clip of them talking about Double Dragon, but it's the way they say it and how they do it. It's really funny. Um, but that's not enough to make <laughs> uh, yeah, let's um, we'll uh, we'll we'll discuss. Maybe uh, put something up on the site. Maybe a poll for uh, which movies, shows, documentaries, whatever to uh, to do next, and uh, we'll we'll take it from there. Yeah. Any suggestions that people had would be cool to put on there as well. Um, it's funny Fred thought of this idea because I'm in a, a documentary class right now. And in school, and we've been watching a lot of cool stuff that I would have never even known to exist. So I found some cool stuff that I think would work well for that segment too. So excellent, cool. Well, uh, that that makes that portion a little short, but uh, I guess we can move on to new releases. Yeah. So I thought it would be kind of neat. Um, I'm not sure when you're going to post this, Fred, but 
I wanted to go over some of the releases that are coming out on all, all modern consoles uh, over the next couple months. Um, Halo 4, of course, is coming out this Tuesday, November 6th, uh, and I believe it's coming out on the 360, so yes. that should be pretty cool for people who are fans of Halo. I've personally never played it. <clears throat> But I heard it's I'll good. I'll too, but I, I never cared for the Halo series. No, okay. <laughs> um, I've also got on here uh, PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale, <laughs> which comes out on November 20th, 2012. And that is a uh, basically a remake kind of stolen idea from, um, I don't know why the name's escaping me right now, the Smash Brothers. Brothers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, trying to do too many things at once, not letting me think. <laughs> but yeah, it's basically a ripoff of Smash Brothers, but I think it's going to be pretty awesome. It's got um, a lot of the PlayStation uh, characters in it. Um, I'm probably not going to pick it up for 60 bucks, but I'll wait till it goes down wow. in price. It's going to come up for that much. Yeah, it's it's gonna be sixty bucks when it first comes out. Uh, were you able to get in the the beta for that? Uh, no, no. I, I'm not good at fighting games in the least bit. I mean, I'm I'm absolutely horrible at them. To be honest with you, I'm a button sm- smasher. <laughs> Next time we play Goldeneye, you can play fighting games with me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Paper Mario Sticker Star is coming out for the 3DS on November 11th. I am not sure how that's going to look in 3D, but uh, should be pretty cool. New Paper Mario game. Um, another, I'm not sure why this isn't in order, but <laughs> another game coming out this Tuesday is Little Big Planet Karting for the PS3. And I've actually heard some awesome things about this. Uh, for anyone that has a PS3, I'm sure you've heard of the Little Big Planet series. And uh, this game's got Sackboy and Sackgirl um, in a kart racing adventure. Which, it looks good. I've heard from some people who were playing it um, in beta that uh, it worked. The controls are really tight, and it worked really well. They were kind of surprised, so that should be cool. Um, Another game coming out this Tuesday is Harvest Moon, A New Beginning for the 3DS. Oh, that leaves me out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm pretty excited. I I don't have it pre-ordered or anything, but I'm thinking that I'm going to pick that up. Uh, pretty soon after it gets released. I like the Harvest Moon games, so. Um, Another game coming out this Tuesday for PS3 and 360 is NASCAR, the game Inside Line. I'm not sure that either of us have any interest in that, but (laughs) 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 thought I'd just let you know it's coming out. (laughs) There's only one NASCAR thing that I like, and that would be uh, Talladega Nights. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it, looks... <laughs> <laughs> it looks like um, Angry Birds Star Wars. I'm, I know you guys are um, Angry Bird fans in the San Juan house. Is the Star oh, Wars yeah. version? The Star Wars version is coming out on the eighth uh, for Android, uh, Windows Phone, iOS. Uh, they're releasing a Mass Effect trilogy, which I'm kind of mad about because I just bought um, during the Steam sale. Uh, Mass Effect um, on Steam, so they're releasing it in physical form, the trilogy on Xbox 360, uh, PC, 
and it doesn't say anything about PS3 on here, but... <clears throat> I wonder if it'll be another one of those, um, they'll release it later on the, you know, whatever one that they didn't do it on, and that one's going to have even more stuff on it, more content and all that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess that's pretty much it for now. I guess I should have had this list a little better organized. But um, something else that came out recently, uh, Pokemon uh, White version 2 and Pokemon Black version 2 um, just came out pretty recently and are doing pretty well. Oh, it was this month. Uh, I could Google it, but I know it was within the uh, it actually looks like they're doing quite well. Um, they're, I'm on IGN's page right now, and uh, they're the top two games that are on their top games list. Um, one and two, so that's pretty cool. And I'm a big Pokemon, that, Pokemon that... What was that? Oh, sorry. I was just going to say that it's, it's amazing that, uh, that that series has that kind of longevity and that kind of staying power. You know, it, it's it's going beyond um, uh, you know generations of people. I mean, you know, there there are other games like Street Fighter and things like that. But I mean, this is this is a series that's geared towards initially geared towards kids. But we all know who plays it, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, it continues to to draw in the crowd from the original batch of people from the first games. To now, and it's um, you know I, I'm personally I'm not a fan. Uh, I've played them. I've got Red and Blue on the Game Boy. Um, yeah, I've, I've I've played a few different versions of it, and uh, I like them. I'm just not hardcore into them like some people are. Uh, but it's uh, I, I, it just it floors me to see how you know how good of a series that is. That you know, it just continues to to grab and captivate people. Well, and the thing is, I'm one of those people who goes out and buys every single Pokemon game that they release just because of that nostalgia value. And the thing is, they never really change the games. I mean, they're all pretty much the same um, as far as, (laughs) you know, you start out in that little town and go on and collect Pokemon. And they they don't have to change too much. And they still get all these people who are um, going out and buying them, you know, day one or not long after. And they they go up in value, you know. If you're looking like I've been trying to collect all of the um, handheld Pokemon games for a while now, and I, I it's it's not like they're hard to collect, but I don't want to pay a ton of money for something. Uh, so it's it's funny, you know. The ones even from the Game Boy Advance are like sixty dollars if you want to get it brand new in the box, and and that's you know double what you're paying for the new ones. So it's pretty interesting. Um. Two games that are coming out, I want to talk about, they're not coming out until 2013, <laughs> but uh, Nino Kuni, uh, Wrath of the White Witch, uh, is a game that's coming out, a role-playing game done by Studio Ghibli. Which yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it looks amazing. It's been released in Japan. Uh, I know a couple of people have imported it and played it and said it just looks great. I pre-ordered it. I wrote about this in the blog, so I apologize if it's repeat, but I did pre-order it. Um, the Wizards Edition, which was $100. And I wasn't... I know, it's it's pricey. <laughs> well, I wanted to, to import some stuff from 
Japan and all some of the prices I paid too. So, yeah, I mean, if it's that good, it's that good. Yeah, well, the pre-order came with um, a plush of the little character that you play with in the game, um, as well as some uh, exclusive DLC content and um, a a physical book, a spell book kind of thing of the what you're going to use in the game. And then depending on the number of pre-orders they got, the more they added to the package. So they did reach at least the first tier in their pre-orders, so they did add some more things to the, the Wizards Edition. So there'll be some extra stuff coming with it as well. And that's supposed to come out in February of 2013. Okay. Um, and the other one is a game called The Last of Us. And that is going to be released on PS3 sometime in 2013. I don't think they've got a date yet. Have you seen seen this at all? Uh, I've I've caught ads of it on uh, on like YouTube when I'm going through and looking at things, uh, but I've I've not really gotten into too much of it. Not that you mentioned it, I probably. Yeah, it looks it looks really good. Um, it's basically like a survival in a post-apocalyptic. Um, Earth kind of thing. It's uh, done by Naughty Dog, uh, which I believe are the same people oh. who put Heavy Rain, did Heavy Rain on the PS3, um, which okay. was pretty fun. Kind of a unique game, a lot of quick time event kind of things. But, um, what was that? You seem to like that one a lot, uh, Heavy Rain. Yeah, I did really like it a lot. Um, in this, uh, The Last of Us, you, you're kind of like roaming around abandoned cities that have been reclaimed by nature, and uh, they're survivors killing each other for food, weapons, whatever they can get their hands on kind of thing. Uh, so you play as a teenage girl who, they actually had um, Ellen Page. This is the one that's uh, done by Juno. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ellen Page is the actor. Okay. Yeah, it looks it looks cool. I don't know when it's going to be released, but um, I'm definitely going to pick it up when it comes out. So. Yeah, that one does look good. Yeah. Uh, Hardware-wise, uh, stuff that's coming out in the horizon and hopefully in the next year. Uh, uh, well, I'm kind of hoping for a PS3 this year. We'll see what happens. But the new Slim, uh, the 500 gig one. That's coming out uh, sometime before Christmas, isn't it? I'm not sure. I, I believe it is coming out before Christmas, but I actually haven't even looked at pictures of it or anything. It's It looks kind of cheap, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the, uh, the smaller version, I mean, they, they look the same, the, the, both of those those Slims or whatever they're called. Are they called Slims? Um, I think they are, yeah. But yeah, it's got that weird slide door thing I don't care for that but you know, I can see how doing that kind of um, that kind of door mechanism is going to be a lot better and a lot cheaper for them to produce than you know doing the uh, the, uh, the slot feed mm -hmm. but yeah there's that and I'm really looking forward to the Android based um, uh, the Android based console that's coming out the open source console the OUYA O-U-Y-A Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, got on, uh, it's funding through Kickstarter. <laughs> That's uh, that was a pretty amazing story, and I'm, I'm not going to throw around the dollar numbers because I don't know it right off the bat. But they asked for a, a generous number, and they 
they uh, got way, way more than what they thought they were going to need. So, you know, the funding's there. Let's uh, keep our fingers crossed and see if there's going to be something, you know, good brought to the market. Yeah, that should be interesting. I was kind of following that when it first came out, but um, I'm not sure how that would... I think it'd go over really well, but I'm not sure what that means for the future of, you know, PlayStation, Microsoft, the current kind of consoles yeah. we're used to right now. Uh, one of the good things is, and again, I'm not going to quote it because I don't have it in front of me right now, but the uh, they've got a couple of uh, big-name studios behind them now. Uh, one, I I think it's Konami. Uh, I think one of them is Konami. But I'll have to double-check that. I'll put it in the show notes later. So, speaking of next-gen consoles, have you pre-ordered the Wii U? You know, I haven't. Um, it, I'm, I'm not... I'm not impressed. Not yet. Uh, there's only one game that interests me, and that would be the uh, uh, Zombie U. Yeah, that looks great. Uh, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not going to get it just for one game. It just doesn't seem worth it for me yet. Uh, one of the reasons why I didn't get an original Xbox, though, there was only one game that I wanted off of that was Steel Battalion. And um, what's funny is that I still don't have that game. <laughs> <laughs> I really should get around to that. Um, but yeah, I just can't. I can't bring myself to doing a whole system purchase just for one title. Yeah, and I wasn't. I wasn't super impressed with it either. I mean, the standard edition Wii U has got a eight gigabyte hard drive, and I know that it's expandable. But I mean, why can't why can't you put more on there? Like when you're comparing it to like you just said the five hundred gigabyte PS3 that's coming out, it just seems so minuscule in comparison. And, yeah, and it even. Is. Even the know. deluxe version is 32 gigabytes. Right. Right. I think they're gonna they're really gonna start pushing more on that cloud storage, kind of like with the next uh, 360 that everybody is all up in arms about. That you know it's not gonna have an optical drive. Everything's gonna be cloud storage. Everything's gonna be uh, uh, you know DLC. So you know we'll we'll see where where that goes. You know, and, um, and that'll probably be a whole different show put together, uh, you know, with just things like that, and also you know, how, how it's going to affect things like the uh, pre-owned market. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's a scary thought for someone who likes to collect physical games, um, that you're not going to be able to do that anymore. And I mean, look at, like, even some of the games that you buy now, um, I can't think of any right off the top of my head, but you play them on the online servers and then they they put the servers down because no one's playing them anymore and it's like you can't even play that game that you've bought I'm, I'm just afraid that you spend all this money on games and how long are they going to actually support them yeah, like OnLive, OnLive is one of the prime examples right there they, uh, they've seen a lot of tough times and they're closing doors and you know shutting down servers yeah now they, aren't they getting renamed or something OnLive they're They've they've kind of got their their mulligan on that. I'm not sure exactly what the uh, what the thing is with that, how that's how it's all happening with them. But yeah, I've I've heard they get a, they're doing a they're renaming it and bring it all back out again. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, what was another good. Oh, GameTap. They're they're completely gone now, as far as I know. Yeah. Hmm. It'll be interesting to see what they do with that. So uh, I think that brings it uh, down to the end there, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, um, 
finally got a new episode out. So uh, again, welcome Kara to uh, to the podcast. Yeah, thanks. I hope I didn't talk too much. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, let's uh, throw out some of the contact information. Um, if anybody wants to leave us a voicemail, I always add those in to the final uh, edited versions. Uh, you can reach us at 989-545-1211. Shoot us an email, gameblips, that's with an S at the end, gameblips at gmail.com. Uh, you know, we're going to start doing these with the uh, Google Hangouts, so we'll have a chat room available while we're doing it live. Um, you, know, you can find us on Google+, Facebook, Twitter, um, of course, our main blog page, it's uh, gameblipsreviews.wordpress.com. And if you wanted to check out where we're all at um, in terms of just kind of our games, what we're playing, things like that, we're on raptor.com, R-A-P-T-R.com. And you can find all of our uh, uh, stats on the sidebar on the on the blog as well. Okay. Uh, yep, and I'm not as readily available, <laughs> I guess, right now. I'm on Facebook as well. Um, Kara Shemansky is my last name, S-C-H-Y-M-A-N-S-K-I, so you can find me on there. Feel free to add me. Um, I will probably create some sort of email for people that have questions or want to know more about games that I'm playing or games that I own. Uh, so on the next podcast, I'll have some things, so you guys can get in contact with me via email as well. But I also frequently post to the um, gameblipsreviews.wordpress.com website, so... Okay. Uh, if you kind of wanted to uh, also get all that stuff in one spot, we are actually uh, on about me, about.me forward slash gameblips. Uh, so you can get our uh, plus Facebook, Twitter, and WordPress page all in one spot. Um, it's kind of nice. It's all good. Alright, so I think that uh, we'll call it quits on the first episode. Um, I'd like to say it's good to be back. <laughs> and uh, we'll see everybody later. Yep. Yeah.